Greetings, fellow adventurers, and welcome to the Couple of Nerds podcast. I'm D&D Wife, the creator of dndwifestories.com, and your co-host. Joining me is the man behind the screen, my brilliant dungeon master, and also my husband, Egile. Say hi, Egile. Hey, everyone. Excited to be here sharing our nerdy adventures with all of you. Absolutely. So what's Couple of Nerds all about? Well, we're diving into the realms of Extraeus, sharing our experiences, playing D&D in our apartment, and exploring the intricate tapestry of relationships both in and out of the game. And we got some exciting segments for you all. From lore deep dives to crafting tips, artwork showcases, and relationship advice on and off the table, we've got a little bit of everything for every kind of adventurer. So whether you're a seasoned adventurer or a tabletop newbie, we invite you to join us today. Tune in, relax, and enjoy the magic of Couple of Nerds. May your roles be natural 20s and your adventures be legendary. Welcome to our Couple of Nerds podcast. This is episode five. You heard it from us, Rolling in Harmony, Navigating Tabletop Adventures as a Dynamic Duo. Welcome back to our Couple of Nerds podcast. I'm D&D Wife, your co-host, and with me is D- Dungeon Master Eguile. How How's it going, everyone? <laughs> it's going pretty good for us over here. And, you know, we've been together for quite a bit now. I think we've dated for, uh, well, we dated about 10 years ago, and then we got married eight years ago. Yeah, it's... It's been a quite a wild ride. Almost a decade. Oof. That's a lot. Yeah. I, I, I mean, it started as that tale as old a time, meeting in college, yeah. except for I was your coach and not a fellow student. Yeah. <laughs> well, you were like a pseudo coach. So he wasn't like, uh, he wasn't like a teacher or anything. No, at, but, but like that. He had graduated and he was an active part of the team and he was taking on a sort of coach position uh, when I joined and we just kind of hit it off. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You know, it's that we always say it's that spark you can find with somebody Mm -hmm. and I happen to marry my best friend. Yeah, me too. And it kind of shows because everything we do is usually tailored towards some sort of group activity. Mm -hmm. I love doing things with you. Yeah, it it started as we talked about in the very first episode. We used to just play Final Fantasy XIV online all day. Oh, yeah, that was super fun. That was our first foray in going in on adventures together, Mm -hmm. but in a virtual fantasy experience yeah it was nice to to move through raid quests and stuff like that and know that somebody had my back yeah and and i think we just found that that was what we loved but we really wanted something more and because of that it allowed us to really tap into something that worked really well between us and really kind of created a stronger bond for our marriage yeah i think that's why we do so well at DD because we we've kind of learned how to be a couple first I mean, hey, couples that go to battle together stay together. Yes. <laughs> Share in the blood. <laughs> but it, it's not always good things. Obviously, the there dynamic between being husband and wife, DM and player, uh, it always causes some unique uh, pros and cons. Yeah, the, there can be drawbacks sometimes to being a, a couple that plays TTRPGs together. Uh, you know, we, we have had some unique experiences because you are the dungeon master and I'm a player. Yeah, it's always tough to not spoil things or make you feel bad because I happen to do something horrible to your character. Or feel bad for, like, uh, keeping things from me. Because you feel like you're keeping secrets. <laughs> yeah, or, or, or the times where I have to tell you, you know, well, I told you that, mm-hmm. but it's not really what actually happened. Yeah, because you can't share a lot of the things, you and, know? And there has to be kind of that understanding, and that's kind of the first thing when we got into this was, hey, you know, we have to make sure that we trust each other, mm-hmm. and that we had an understanding that, you know, 
being a DM and a player is going to cause a little bit of a rift and that we got to be ready for anything. Yeah, I I feel like I, I felt then that I knew you well enough that I could trust you as my dungeon master that you weren't going to make it like some weird, horrible thing. It was fairly fun to jump into an adventure. And we had already had so much fun catering together mm-hmm. as a, in a company. We had uh, worked as a, you know, summer school, like cleanup crew for our college together. So this was just another way that we could see the benefits come through. And there are quite a few benefits. Oh, yeah. We share a lot of hobbies. One of them, like you said, is playing video games together. Oh, yeah. Uh, We love doing that. And if you hop on our Discord, sometimes you might find us playing together on some of these games. Uh, (laughs) But it's not just that. We've also bonded over crafting for the table. Um, We've had a really fun time crafting some of the terrain pieces. And there's something about, you know, even though these are adventures in our mind, it really feels like we've gone on experiences together and that Mm -hmm. we've adventured to mountaintops through the NPCs or the villains I have created was I was right there next to you. Yeah, and even though it wasn't always as a player, uh, we've played every now and then together on one shots and things like that. But it was for the majority of it, it, you're you're the dungeon master, I'm the player, and so it's not always easy to feel like you're close to me. But every time I run into a piece, an NPC that you've made, that makes me feel closer to you because I know, oh, that's my DM, right? And I think you know there are certain characters that I've created that I kind of put as the manifestation of myself if I was a player. Yeah. Uh, you know, like Growlmore from the original campaign. Mm-hmm. I feel like really embodied a lot of myself and my willingness to want to help the party. Yeah, that's and why even, he was our paladin. Right, and even though he was a broken man and he had struggled a lot, mm-hmm. he really showed that he just kind of had that compassion and I and it kind of felt that when he was with the party, I was with the party. Yeah, it was nice because he was that sort of NPC that we kind of latched on to. Uh, Not just because he was a paladin and someone with a lot of strength, but he was also a really nice person to our party. Like, our individual characters were all helped by him in some way, psychologically especially. It was just my way to reach out. Yeah, it was really nice that that Growlmore kind of helped us. Helped us become a better adventuring party, I think is what it was. Right, And, and, and also we can't say it's always good there's always gonna be hurdles and cons that you're gonna have to walk over obviously as a dm as we already talked i'm always worried about spoilers i i feel like the thought if i take away some break great moment that breathtaking and to think that i might spoil it for you sometimes hurts i don't want to do that that is tough yeah because you know on the one hand you don't want to keep anything from me because that feels weird but on the other hand you can't tell me everything and i feel the same way i can't know everything because then it takes me out of the experience too yeah it's always kind of a funny conundrum as a you know a husband dm where you're like i gotta hide the secret that (laughs) this antagonist is actually going to steal the rod tomorrow And, and, and you have other people going wait you're you're upset because you're sharing you're hiding what from your wife <laughs> yeah it's it an just, imaginative thing it, it creates but still. fun <laughs> <laughs> but i think the bigger overall and especially when it comes to the tabletop community is preferential treatment yeah and we always tried to very much dance that delicate line mm-hmm. that oh well the dm's helping you oh the dm gave you items because you're the wife yeah if anything we always joke in that i probably treat you the worst 
at the table. Uh-huh. And we kind of make it a point to do that so that there isn't this talk of preferential treatment because it's happened before where people have said, oh, you've gotten this and you've gotten that. And then I look back and I'm like, yeah, but then it got taken away or it got destroyed. Oh, yeah. You're always, <laughs> it hasn't it, always been great. If I have to make a modification, you're always usually the first person that I'm like, okay, honey, I need you to change this. Sorry. Yeah, and that's fine. Well, I don't mind that at all. Yeah, which is always nice because you are kind of that one that's going to be more willing to take it uh on the chin and just be like yeah no it's it's kind of that responsibility you took as being the wife of the dungeon master yeah well for me also uh bad things that happen in D &D, like losing items or you know getting them stolen or destroyed or something like that that is not a bad thing to me bad things need to happen in in life in even in an imaginary life to to kind of show the player or the character how good the aspects of the good aspects of life can be. Oh yeah, and and of course, you know, we talk a lot about, you know, inside the game itself, but mm-hmm. there there are a lot of real life troubles that can come about through having this kind of close relationship in such an activity as D&D. Yeah, and and I've found that for some of our players, D&D has really been this cathartic experience that helps them through very difficult moments. Oh yeah. Shout out to Mullen, we mm-hmm. one of our original characters, and the player himself. His wife passed away mid when we had just gotten started mid campaign. Oh, it was his mother. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, his mother. Yeah, his mother had had, had cancer for a few years at that Excuse point, me. but it, it got really bad towards the end there when we started the, the our first table ever is actually it be, started because he was going through a tough time and we wanted to give him an outlet for that. Oh, yeah, because, you know, these these things can happen and D&D is something that can help you with that. And it's not something to hide from, but maybe embrace as a as a way to experience and go through trauma. Yeah, and, and I'm not saying it's like an alternative to psychological help or anything like that but it it really helps to know that regardless of what you're going through in your everyday life you can always come join a table of adventurers and forget about that for a moment and focus on a common goal together oh yeah and 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 a thing to to remember is that not every significant other place together yeah and that's that, a and that is unfortunate because it is such a great activity that you can share with one another but it doesn't necessarily end there just because one partner is playing doesn't mean you can't share the stories with your partner and hopefully they'd be willing to listen to those stories because obviously they're so important to us that we want to share them with our significant others even if they don't really know what's going on yeah we do have a couple players at the table who don't play with their significant others there they spend their days elsewhere doing their own thing and i i know that some of them have expressed a little bit of sadness that they can't share those experiences with that significant other uh and it kind of bumps them out a little bit but we know that it's not for everyone not everyone's interested in D as a game uh it's not something that you know calls to to everybody oh yeah and then obviously you know especially it's difficult when you know certain unexpected situations happen mm-hmm. we had an incident where uh you weren't able to go to a session because you couldn't get off work yeah i worked that day and it seemed a little mean to cancel an entire session just because i couldn't be there. yet that was the assumption it mm-hmm. was a, oh wife can't play that means there's no session today yeah no i had to i had to suffer the consequence of that you know sometimes life happens you can't always make a session and it 
it's never been with us like, oh, I have that preferential treatment where if it doesn't, if I can't be there, it doesn't happen. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. It was the strangest session I've done because it was the only <laughs> session I've ever done with you not right next to me there yeah, participating. That was a little weird. And then I did come home uh, early enough that the session was still going on and I just kind of slunk <laughs> you, to well, the back Yeah, bedroom. you should question yourself <laughs> in the back not wanting to ruin and learn anything you hadn't learned yet. Yeah, so I put on a couple headphones and just like binged on my phone until you guys were done. Yeah, because, you know, with these ideas, you know, and, and stuff that you really can't prepare for, the biggest thing to always remember is respect and trust are key. Yes. You know, we're coming together to play a game and enjoy it because we love coming together and playing this game. Mm-hmm. But we always have to respect and trust that we always have the greatest uh, wishes for each other. Yeah. I wish to have you have this amazing experience that you can go out and explore and I can kind of be there guiding you mm-hmm. all the time. And I want to do that every day I can. Yeah. And, you know, hearing some of the horror stories out there, I had to really learn that, like, my DM, my husband, is not going to try to just kill me every chance he gets. He really wants to create a story that I can work through. And there might be some bad parts, you know, that I have to fight through. But it... it it's never done with the intention of like putting me down or anything. Yeah, and I want to push this to everyone out there. Your DM is not your adversary. Yeah. I want you, I want everyone who's playing to have the most like kick ass adventure mm-hmm. they can have. But I also want it to be real yeah. and I want it to have consequences yeah. and I want it to feel like you didn't just kind of play a game of Monopoly and got it handed to you. Or course through something, you right? know? Right. And so that way is great and Mm -hmm. so you never should kind of not feel like that yeah there there should be a little uh, a little understanding that there you know it might not always go your way you might want to convince someone they're your best friend but if that's not how the dice rolls then i'm sorry and the dm is just another adventurer that's trying to help you create a great story because Mm -hmm. you know if it's not a great story for the players then it's probably not a great story for the dm either yeah And, and you could be having this mistake and not even realizing it. Mm-hmm. It could it could provide like a really strange issue for the table. Yeah. Everyone's here to play together. Mm-hmm. Everyone's here to have fun. Yeah. So definitely respect and trust are key. Uh, just off the bat to make sure that everything is it runs smoothly. Oh, yeah. And also, just to tag on, be sure to check out our Discord at Extraeus Project. Uh, we've been posting various... Uh, questions and polls across tiktok Mm -hmm. across discord so be sure to join us there and put in your input and give us some more advice and uh some maybe some questions as well yeah but our most recent poll what did we find out we found out that quite a few people are starting to play with their significant others you know the it's not a lot but but the tables are kind of turning where we're more and more couples are starting to play together and have fun oh yeah and we ran a we ran a poll on our discord asking mm-hmm. if people would not only if they did or didn't play with their significant other but if they wished they could yeah and we're seeing a very big push for hoping that their partners could join them mm-hmm. and we feel like that's a common a common issue that a lot of other couples might have and that it's not something that you should view as a bad thing and that it's something that maybe you actually can find a different way of connection not D particularly mm-hmm. it doesn't have to always be high fantasy yeah you, you can go into other different worlds like let's say your significant other is really into a specific book setting or tv show setting maybe you can try to play a little one shot in there and kind of show them how imagination can take you anywhere you'd like 
And one way that we also try to encourage to have like significant others come is we call it the page system. Yes. So what it is is any moment you can bring your guest with you and sure, there are a couple levels beneath your character, but they're merely a vassal to you, a a, a fanboy or girl to your heroing adventure, which Mm -hmm. allows your partner to experience a little bit of the table without really having to get their feet really wet and have an excuse to stay right by your side in case they have any questions, concerns. Uh, But they also get to see a little bit of your world, even if it's only for one session. Yeah, they don't even really have to speak. They can just hang back, kind of observe. And then if they do want to jump in, they have that option too. It's really nice because they don't feel obligated to be a part of it necessarily. And we've had a couple of players take us up on the offer and bring in very friends or hopefully potential friends yeah. uh, in that case and and try to get them to see just how much they love this activity and what they can you know give to their other person mm-hmm. and it has had mixed success sometimes the significant others not really into it and they they don't want to come again but we've gotten quite a few who were expressed an interest and we're like oh i kind of <laughs> want to see this again see where it goes oh yeah and and the big thing too that we we really push for more couples to join the TTRPG community is just yeah. what it brings and mm-hmm. the experiences. You know, you you can deal with things like you know paying a mortgage, doing your taxes, and yeah, those things. Yeah, it's life. But going out and adventuring in far distant worlds and places with your partner and experiencing conflicts that wouldn't be hap- wouldn't happen any other way. But because you get to have these experiences, how do you deal with your partner stealing <laughs> your your treasure or your loot? Yeah. They don't deal with that in the real world. No. But you get to have fun. You get to, to take tasks and conflicts that you normally would, would just be subsumed with in the real world mm-hmm. and put a fun spin on it. Yeah, create a whole story out of it. You know, bring your significant other into it with you and make it a more fun kind of conversation for everybody. It's it's fun to see people playing together. I really enjoy it just because I feel closer to you sometimes. It helps, I think, with our communication, being able to tell you some things that are on my mind is, is a little easier sometimes because I, I feel like we can communicate better. Yeah, and there's something about the assuming the role of a character. You know, it's not necessarily you. It's mm-hmm. not Jane Doe and John Smith playing a game. Yeah. It's it's these adventurers, these people with these rich lives and backstories that you can play off with one another and have a lot of actual fun with your partner. Yeah, and you don't always have to, just because you are a couple in real life doesn't mean you always have to play a couple in real life. That That is something I feel like is a, is a big trope that is pushed upon uh, couples who do play. Yeah. Uh, I've noticed that where it's like, oh, just just be boyfriend, girlfriend, just be husband and wife. It's easier. You know, but at the same time, do you really do you really want easier? Yeah. Easy is not fun. You know, be be, you know, combative rogues that wish to out rogue each other. Yeah. And and kind of find ways to get in each other's way and and get and distract or cause their caper to fail. (laughs) Yeah. Rivals or nemesis. You know, you're you're actively working against each other. <laughs> now, it's it's going to sound a little weird and it's a little different, but siblings. That's fun, too. It sounds weird because obviously, you know, you're with your significant other, nothing yeah. you want to say. <laughs> but it creates a really interesting dynamic in mm-hmm. the game in that you can have more fun, more play with each other, still having a connection with the sibling connection, but being able to kind of explore more fun out there and kind of 
trying to see what other little limits you could push. Yeah, and changing those roles sometimes helps in encouraging that communication. Sometimes what you can't say as a couple, you can say as someone's best friend or someone's enemy. And always remember, though, and this is a big thing we always push, is that, you know, especially when playing with your significant other, your other person is still a character. Mm -hmm. So there can be situations where another player at the table wants to romance your significant uh, player's character. Yeah, that's a toughie we in our in our first campaign i remember uh, another player wanted to romance my character player oh yeah and i remember you know he came up Our to me character. and was like hey man is this okay i don't want to over and i'm laughing because it's like yeah you it, it's not my wife it's her character you can write all the poems and, <laughs> and sonnets yeah. you want i actually thought it was great mm-hmm. because it just shows that This person saw past the fact that you're my wife and saw you just as another player. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't about him romancing another player at the table. It was about the the dynamic inside the game that was fun. Yeah, and 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 those situations can be very interesting as Mm -hmm. if you're both two players on the table and you see them engaging and it's like, how can I either mess with this? Or maybe now my character sees the real beauty of this person and now I'm gonna make this this love triangle just to make it even more awkward and fun Mm -hmm. and it wasn't easy we our characters had to figure out ways to like fit better together too because we were very different people when when we started so that that was a unique way to to help our friendship too oh yeah and and like for our for this new campaign in extraeus we Mm -hmm. actually have for the first time we actually have an actual couple playing at our table yeah uh normally it's just been you and me for the Mm -hmm. longest time but it's it's nice to see both a two-player couple on the table and, 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 you know, of course, I had to do my own little finagling mm-hmm. with the story a little bit. Uh, and, and it made for a pretty funny twist in that one of our players was a pirate and was given the task of delivering cargo yeah. across the ocean and, and just was given a manifest and mm-hmm. given the objects. And another player was told this long backstory of long ago and then they were captured and really had no idea where they were going or where they were put in the story because mm-hmm. it was completely kept hidden from them. Yeah, and they were done completely separately Se- too. And I made sure that they were done at separate times mm-hmm. so it never really was connected. So you got the boyfriend who's saying, oh, I got cargo and ah, it's these things and whatever. I, don't <laughs> I just care. gotta drop them Only then to realize as session zero is rolling down that the cargo is in fact one of the other players who happens to be his significant other. Yeah. Uh, I just thought that made for such a great dynamic as they started with this kind of adversarial of, well, wait, you're my cargo and Mm -hmm. you're my captor. But we're part of the same party. I think it broke a lot of the nerves of Mm -hmm. being new players. Yeah, and they had didn't have to feel like they they didn't feel like they had to fit the role of couple at the table. I think that's a big thing. And and, and that's, I think, a lot of worries with couples. It's Mm -hmm. going, oh, well, I'm playing with my boyfriend or my girlfriend, my wife, my husband. I'm going to have to be their X, Y, Z. Yeah, we never want to make anyone feel like they have to play a certain way or do a certain thing. No, because the adventure is is the adventure itself. It's Mm -hmm. going with the people. Don't, you, you know... If it feels like just another reason or another thing that you have to be a couple in, that's not fun. That's yeah. not the excitement that you can get in a tabletop game. Mm-hmm. And sometimes changing it up can can change the way you communicate with that partner. Like I said, it's easier sometimes to share your thoughts when you're not thinking in the context of a couple. And one good way that I recommend, and I haven't had anyone really take me up on this offer, <laughs> so if anyone out there does, please let me know on Discord. Gender swap. 
Oh, that's fun. If you swap out. Now yeah. you're the female and the other's the male. Yeah. And now you're dealing with that kind of where now, how does the other one act? Or however as the you other? feel. Yeah, exactly. And, and that could lead to some very, I think, interesting story dynamics mm-hmm. of kind of role reversal in a much deeper sense. Yeah, that can be really fun and see how the other person kind of acts in that way, what they bring to the table as well. And, and it helps kind of put yourself in the other person's shoes sometimes. Right. I mean, I got to say, you know, we've been doing this for five years and I have never looked back. I've had some of the most amazing adventures with you. And that's really kind of the main reason we're wanting to start this podcast yeah, was it's been super fun. another way for us to share these stories. Hopefully others like us can mm-hmm. use this advice and apply it to their tables, apply it to their life and see kind of what we've created and use that to make their own worlds. Yeah. And while our, you know, I'm not going to go as far to say as our marriage is perfect or anything because oh, it's no. not, yeah, yeah. but, <laughs> but D&D has definitely helped us become a better couple and it might not do that for everybody i don't want to just assume but for us at least it has really brought us closer it has helped us communicate better and it has kind of added a little flavor to to our lives oh yeah i I mean there's nothing i think that i love more than after a session Mm -hmm. where we sit down we put everything away we take that hard breath and usually my first question was so how'd i do yeah (laughs) how'd i do how was it what was your favorite part Mm -hmm. what and i feel like with without having that it would be a different experience for me as a dm yeah, because you'd never really know. You could never get a, a true gauge on what people thought, uh, especially like right after a session. I know, I know you have sometimes a, a little bit of anxiety, and you know how it went, how I mean, you did. What DM does it right? Everybody, and everybody has that too. They they want to make sure they do a good job and whatever they do. So uh, I know that could be an issue, but having that after game moment, I think, really helps kind of decompress, share your thoughts, and also kind of reinforce the idea that you're doing a good job. Yeah. And I think the biggest thing, the, the biggest thing I want to stress over all the pros, the cons, any of that mm-hmm. is just give it a try. Yeah. Go out there, pick up a book. It doesn't even have to be Dungeons and Dragons yeah. per se. There are tons of TTRPG programs mm-hmm. out there that you can go out and not even that. You can just go into the world of Harry Potter, in the world of Game of Thrones. Yeah. Any book, TV setting, it can all be a place where you can have an adventure. And that might be a way you can bridge the gap to your significant other as well. If there's a particular setting that they love, you can entice them to join you in a game by letting them know, hey, we're going to be playing in this world. Would you like to see what that's like? So we're going to give you all a little homework for this one. (laughs) Go out, talk to your significant other, ask them what their favorite setting, whether it's a book, movie, television show, ask them. Mm -hmm. And then when you hear that, Say, would you like to adventure in that world one day? Yeah. And come back and tell us what that response is. Mm-hmm. We want to hear and see if maybe you might have more of a connection to start playing than you actually knew. Yeah. And maybe if if the answer is, yes, I love this particular place, you might find yourself with a new playing partner. And then, you know, just remember that it's not about where you go in the game. It's not about how much you travel. It's about who you travel with, who you share those experiences with. Oh, yeah. I don't I don't care if we're in the rings of hell mm-hmm. or if we're just collecting bunnies in a field meadow. We could be I want to go space. on those adventures with you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I want to go and see you guys grow mm-hmm. and, and, and watch it. And the only thing I, I always just, you know, get sad with is the curse of being a forever DM. Yeah. So I 
only, but I always get to watch you guys grow and, and, and I shape that world for you guys. And seeing that and seeing you grow and seeing all the developments of mm-hmm. your characters just brings me so much joy. Yeah, it's it's really nice too to kind of give the the only thing we can give to you as as the DM is our experiences, uh, our growth. It's all ask. It's honestly, it's all I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. I, I I write these stories not for me to be the big bad guy or the winner, but to give opportunities for these people's stories to be truly heard. Yeah, and that's the real focus on this podcast is mm-hmm. giving the opportunity. These have been such great stories. Why not share them with other people? Yeah, why not let others know that they're not alone that that there are places where their voice can be heard where they can say the things that are on their minds without you know feeling like they're they're not going to be listened to but thank you so much for listening to us giving us the time of day to come here and share this episode with us we are so grateful and we're excited to have you and keep an eye out for our discord we'll be posting more questions as well as hoping that you guys will send some questions our way Mm -hmm. let us know what kind of struggles you're having with getting your partner to join you in D&D. Maybe we can come together and find a way together to come together. Yeah, find different solutions together. But also take a look for our next episode. We're going to be looking into handling interpersonal conflict in the table. Oh, that's a big one. Uh, Looking at how the ways that we can talk with others as well as our significant others to mitigate some of that confusion and, and kind of anger that can occur in such mm-hmm. a high stakes D&D table. Yeah, and sometimes it can just be a simple miscommunication or misunderstanding. Oh, yeah. Um, So thank you so much for adventuring with us. Have a wonderful night. And till next time on Couple of Nerds. And that concludes today's journey through the realm of Couple of Nerds. We hope you had a blast exploring the intricate world of Extraeus. Don't miss out on the visual extravaganza over at our YouTube page at Couple of Nerds Podcast. It's where the magic comes to life with exclusive video segments, art previews, and a peek behind the curtain. Dive deeper into our adventures by visiting dndwifestories.com, your haven for all our podcast transcripts and a treasure trove of content dedicated to the captivating universe of Extraeus. Your unwavering support is our greatest treasure. Take a moment to weave your thoughts into a review and hit that subscribe button for an enchanting journey with a couple of nerds. Join us beyond the podcast in the Extraeus Project Discord. Connect with us, the creators, and even the travelers themselves. Witness the magic unfold in live drawing streams, game alongside us, and step into our digital tavern, the Bard's Haven. Share your stories and characters with fellow adventurers. Visit dndwifestories.com for the link to join our vibrant community. Stay tuned for more tales, more laughs, and more insight into the world of tabletop gaming. Until then, may your dice be kind, your campaigns epic, and your adventures legendary.